Welcome to the Whale Podcast. Today is part two of our VA loan myth-busting session where Rob and I are going to bust the biggest myth of them all, that VA appraisals are tougher than any other loan type. That's the big boy. Um, I mean, honestly, this is the big issue. When it comes to the VA loan, we, we've talked about all the other myths and those do have uh, a place, but when it comes down to it, if you put truth serum in a realtor, I promise you, this is their main issue. Yeah, for sure. At the beginning of every class, I always say, "What are the what? Which one up here out of these six is the one that you think is going to be the biggest problem for you?" And it's always the appraisal. Yep, right? everyone gravitates to the appraisal. And especially sure. in tw the twenty-one, twenty-two, with appraisal gaps being a thing, and things we're we're maxing out money on homes. Right? We want the most. We're asking the most ever. We're pushing the square foot per house. So yeah, I get it. Appraisal can be an issue. But the problem is if you don't have the right information about a VA appraisal, then you are just pandering stupidity out there. No offense, but like, let's get ourselves a little bit educated. And if you're listening to this, step one's over. You're seeking information. We're going to give you that information today. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, you know, earlier we were talking about, hey, would you go to a doctor that hasn't had any of their, you know, um, their continuing education? For or, real. Or if they're not up to date on the current, you know, most, uh, you know, up to date medical practices. No, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. So you wouldn't do that. Um, so, so why, why would you go to a realtor who's not up to date? Yeah. Why would you get in front? You or know, anybody that's you, in the real estate world. Yeah. Why would you bring a client in, um, especially on the seller side, and, and not educate them on on that? And uh, and it's it's leading, it's preventing a lot of veterans from using what is a fabulous benefit. The best. Yeah. Absolutely. And honestly, side challenges. If you're in real estate, and maybe you're either new, you're midway through man challenge things that are being told to you right this is the main reason why we're doing these loans is because we've got older realtors passing down bad info okay challenge that question everything you've got computers and google yeah. you can look these things up and make sure what you're making your you're making a business decision on not just for yourself but f for the people you represent that you have guaranteed that you're going to represent in the best possible way don't turn down higher priced offers just because of old info right get yourself educated listen to the whale podcast yeah. for god's sake <laughs> yeah. you know what i yeah. mean yeah I, I always go back to trust but verify you know um Absolutely. Hey, you know you want to respect people you want to know think that the information is good but you can't assume anything not in this business it'll cost you deals and it is it's costing people deals and it's costing Left veterans right. the use of their, their benefits so let's jump right into this man okay the appraisal on the va home loan side of things the this va appraisal is it's got a bad reputation of coming in low or having excessive repairs whatever the case may be let let's just jump right out and discuss this va appraisal and how it's made up so the va appraisal number one think about this this is a common sense thing but it's real when you, whether you have a conventional loan or a VA loan, who do you think's doing the appraisal? It's probably the same appraiser, yeah. right? Yeah. They're going out to determine the value and condition of that property. They're not looking at that saying, it's a VA loan, knock 10 grand off. We're trying to screw everybody up. It's, that's not true. There's no, you know, I always like to say is there's no little building downtown <laughs> where it's, all the Washington, VA appraisal DC. orders yeah. go and they just come running out to just to screw everybody. <laughs> right. right. But that's the perception. Like when you when you hear when you hear if you're a fly on the wall and I've overheard conversations about VA 
And they're like, well, I'll never do another VA. That was a terrible deal. Okay, great. But if you're going to take that stance, that means that every single deal you've ever done has been beautiful. Every conventional deal you've ever done has hit the mark, never been a problem, or you would not do that one either. Well, now you're not doing VA or conventional. God forbid you have a USDA and a FHA done. You're stuck with doing cash deals. Right. Let's get updated, okay? So when you order an appraisal through VA, all right, we go out there, it's ordered. Now, first things first, a lot of folks think that the appraisal, it's, it can take forever. Here's the facts. They have a 15 business day return, okay, on that appraisal. If they don't, you can start calling and, and, and making some inquiries about why is this not here yet. It's not three, it's not an indefinite time period. They don't have all the time in the world to go and do that, okay? So, yes, you're going, you don't necessarily get issued a due date like you do with an FHA or conventional, right? Right, right. When you order those appraisals, an FHA or conventional or something else, the appraiser will report back to you and say, okay, I've got the order. You can expect it back by the 15th, okay? Now, VA, they don't do that. They don't give you an estimated return date, but what they do is say, we're going to give you something that you can hang your hat on and say, we're going to get, it'll be back to you in 15 business days or less, right? That's the standard for us here. Beautiful. They oftentimes come back in a third of that. Right. I've got one that I ordered at the beginning of the week and it came in today. Yeah. And that is, that is the general trend of things. And then another point as far as when it comes to the ordering and as far as the time frame of those. So what I like to get across to people on this is that the VA home loan is a moving target. All right. There are human beings behind it. It's the one part of the government that is crazy because it actually works. Right? Isn't that weird? So yeah. they actually do things and they look at something and say, there's a problem, let's adjust that. It may not be overnight, but it gets done. So if everybody remembers the appraisal storm of like 21 or whatever it was where nobody could get an appraisal, you couldn't get anything in, it was a nightmare. So VA home loans, was the average disclosed amount was 500 bucks. So back then there was appraisers going through and they could get a conventional they could pluck from that tree of appraisals and get a $1,200 rush conventional we need it yesterday type of deal or they could go get a $700 i can get it to you in two weeks deal whatever and then vas 500 bucks 500 yeah so they're triaging they were triaging yeah sure. so it's like you know hey again we all want to support the troops except when it comes to money, apparently, right? But that's a different story. So what did the VA do? They bumped from 500 to 750 bucks as of this particular broadcast, uh, 750 bucks. So that means now when you're going back to that tree, the FHAs, the conventionals that are standard 500, 550, if I'm an appraiser, I'm going to grab the VA one. It pays more, right? common sense so that's an example of moving adapting with the way the market goes because if they were still the cheap ones we'd still have problems they don't want problems no they don't they want that to be as appealing if not more appealing because the results become better okay so that's a massive part of just the ordering and the time frame all right, because I know that's a thing that people do bring up the sure. time frame. Well, that's the those, those are the facts. Google it, figure it out. It's true. Okay. Now, 
for whoever's listening saying, well, that didn't happen to me on this deal and that, whatever. Look, it's not going to be a perfect system. All right. Some things do happen. That's the standard that's set. Yeah. Okay. Real estate transactions are dynamic regardless of which loan yeah. type that you that you go with. So we get it. You had a, you parts. had a one off that you can tell me you had an experience that doesn't yeah. match exactly what I'm saying. I get it. Whatever. I don't care. That's the standard. That is that is that is what VA has set as what they want to be able to do. And another example of of changing with the times is you used to have to be a veteran to be a VA appraiser. I don't even think we've discussed this yet. This is a, I'm, new information I'm springing mm -hmm. on you. But yeah, you used to have to be a veteran to become a certified appraiser to do those homes. What, what does that mean? Less people. What does less people mean? Longer, whatever trouble, you know, less efficient. So you don't have to be a veteran to be, an to be able to appraise VA deals anymore. Right. And it's just another example of moving and you know adjusting with what the market demands are yeah. um name another name another program that does those type of things there there isn't one um it's gray area it, it's the only one with the gray area everything else is check bar check the box if you don't you're done right so sorry getting worked up but um when you get that appraisal ordered all right let's say we've got it back now you heard in the last podcast about the appraisal gap and why the VA person is the better person to combat that. Right. All right. But Stronger buyer. Let's think about that, right? Let's talk about appraisal gap. Well, when you order a conventional loan and the appraiser goes out, they're going to do the appraisal. They bring it back to you. Let's say it's a $100,000 house, right? Easy math for me. Let's say it comes in at, it comes in at 90,000. Now you have an appraisal with someone's signature on it, it's official. Your $100,000 house has now been appraised at 90 grand. All right, so now you have an appraisal gap. What do we do? Well, you can sit there and say, that appraiser didn't look at this comp or that comp, and they clearly should have used this one, uh, and they would have come up with 100,000. They might have come up with 105 if they did it right, okay? So you can try to go back to that appraiser and say, look, man, look at this comp look at this comp and, and could you reconsider your appraisal for me here's the here's the big difference of what we're talking about today that appraiser can say no no <laughs> and they oftentimes do yeah. say no no to hell with you uh a lot of appraisers are emotional if you go back to them and say you didn't use this you didn't do that what are you saying you didn't do your job right and they right. take they get offended they're yeah. humans um you know some people can't take criticism so they can tell you no. No, I'm not going to. They can say, yeah, we'll take a look at it. Do they? I don't know. But they don't have to do no, that. There's nothing, there's nothing in the system that requires them Absolutely yeah, to not. go back to the drawing board and, once, and look at that. Once the ink is on that paper, your appraisal is official. Okay. So why is VA different? It's it's extremely simple. So write this down. The VA home loan process. The appraisal process has a situation where they can enact the, they call it Tidewater, right. all right? So Tidewater is a process. And so what they do for Tidewater is let's get that exact same scenario we just discussed. $100,000 house, but we have a VA loan this time. 
That's the difference. We're going to get the, the guys thinking about coming in low on the appraisal. But before he writes that down and makes it a done deal where you don't, it's, it's in ink, it's done, right? They're going to call us or whoever the point of contact is and say, we're going to enact the Tidewater process. Well, what the hell is that? Well, Tidewater is really, it's, it's awesome, quite frankly. What they're doing is saying, we are having a hard time coming up with the value that's on your contract. So we're going to give you a 48-hour period to provide us with three comps and any other sound judgment that you think to support this 100000 or whatever more sales price. Now, instead of writing it down and handing you an appraisal that's set in, that can be set in stone, because remember, they don't have to do that right. on the conventional side, you now get the opportunity to huddle everybody up and say, look, looks like they're having a hard time meeting it, that 100000 Now, he could be at 99000 and he could be at 80000 but we don't know. All right, but they're going to give us the opportunity to provide the comps to support that name that. Well, I'm not going to say name. There isn't another program that's going to give With, you that opportunity. Yeah, not, none of them have that flexibility. You end right. up with hoping that the appraiser's cool, right? Hoping that they're not sensitive, right? That they would go out and maybe look at this. The VA loan literally says, please send me comps to help because we're looking to get we want to make this loan work. We want this to work, right? So if you go, you give them that, so the process is easy. You go, you have 48 hours to do it, you send those in, and then they're gonna give you a value. They're gonna turn in their appraisal based off of the information you've given and what they've seen, all right? Now they're gonna deliver your appraisal. So if you get that appraisal back, and, you, it's, and it says 100,000, that means that whatever info that you guys put together as the realtor group, the lender group, or whoever, then that means that he, it obviously influenced his decision. And instead of having the $90,000 in stone appraisal over here with now a $10,000 price gap, right. you've got an appraisal over here for a hundred grand, all parties are happy, and guess what? Home sold. I mean, come on, dude. That's right, and and you're and you're and you're looking at a worst case scenario. You know, if you max out the timeline that it takes for them to do the appraisal and get it back, the 15 days, mm -hmm. and then you've got that 48 window there. You're still, you know, you're still within 17 days. That's worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Yeah. We're not seeing that. That's just not what we're seeing right now. They're no. they're returning them faster, and so that timeline's even shorter right now. So that that's the beauty of that. So if you get that hundred thousand, you know that. Because of this process with the VA home loan, which is the only one that does this, that Tidewater process has worked for you, yeah. right? That's exactly what it's designed for is to make sure it's fair, make sure everyone's protected, but no one's perfect. Again, that's that gray area. FHA, not happening. Conventional, not happening. No. No. But on this one, they say, help us help you. If what you provide us makes sense to us, then we'll change our value because why not? If yeah. it makes sense, then it makes sense. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be personal about this, right? But let's do a scenario two for why this VA loan appraisal yeah, process. But wait, there's more, right? Yeah, there is more. <laughs> so imagine we've got that same hundred thousand dollar house. 
Um, we know we've got an appraisal for 90 on the conventional side. Let's say that ours comes in. We've provided, we did the Tidewater process. We provided some comps. Maybe that got us a little help. So we get 95,000. 95, yeah. All right. So we're already better than conventional because we were able to give information and bump our value. But at the end of the day, we're still five grand short of that 100,000. So what do you do? Well, you got a $5,000 appraisal gap. And so your borrower is going to have to bring 5,000 extra dollars, right? Right. No. 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 And so part two of that, of that process is it's called the reconsideration of value. So, so it's a two part process. Okay. It's called reconsideration of value. Now, what that means is that we've gone through Tidewater, right? We've got right. it from 90,000 up to 95, but we've still got that $5,000 appraisal gap. Exactly. So what happens is we can now take that and send that directly to VA, right? It's called an SAR, which is the Staff Appraisal Reviewer. Okay. So a Staff Appraisal Reviewer, this means this is somebody who is not emotionally connected to this deal. This is not, a, you know, if the appraiser is sensitive or whoever, these are people that are completely outside the transaction that are going to look at the facts, okay? So we're going to initiate that through, you know, technically it's the, the veteran that is gonna be requesting that in writing, okay? Right. That just basically says, take a look at this. Um, we think that this house is worth more than what uh, we're being given, and, and here's why. Whether that be comps or it's a solid gold toilet, whatever it is. Please take this into consideration. Look at these things. So that staff appraisal reviewer will now take a look at this $95,000 um, appraisal that we've been given. They have the authority to bump that appraisal to 15%. 15%, yeah, right. Right? So, I mean, what's the math? If I hit 95% plus 15%, do I get to 100? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah. Yeah, right because I'm no math whiz, but I got a feeling that it's over. No, that's, that's absolutely, yeah, that's it. Their, their authority is, is actually would in that circumstance would actually exceed what, you know, what the buyer is actually trying to achieve. $5,000. And, and you know, and that, what so. happens to that though is good. It's, it's very, it, it's well thought out because you take the appraiser who maybe they are an emotional being, they're human and they don't want to budge. Right? Maybe they are just got their heels dug on on, on this one, whatever, because yeah. their license well, is, is at stake. They get audited as well. If you're out there throwing crazy values or inaccurate values, they're going to yank your license and then yeah. you don't have a job. So I get it to an extent. Yeah. Well, and, we, and as you know, as you've done this class, um, you know, there's been a lot of realtors that have raised their hand and they have they have said that, that look, I, we've we've we reached out and, you know, on a conventional loan type or an FHA and they've said, no. And, yeah. you know, and um, and some of them even even said that it was like, yeah, they, they just they're just obstinate like it's just it can be really really challenging with and sometimes that's case by case as territory by territory Dude, they but could it's just happening. be having a bad day right right yeah. right you know maybe someone's wife or husband yelled at them right before they walked out the door they're going to transfer that that anger onto your appraisal whatever the case is you don't have the opportunity the va home loan gives you a two-step process to combat that so let's think about this if i'm a seller if I'm a seller, I want max money for my house. Am I more inclined to go with the conventional home loan 
right? Which I know now if my if I have a realtor who's educated me on the process and the difference between these loans and, and the appraisal process, right? conventional, hey, look, they're going to give us a value. Once they turn it in, that's what it is. Now, yeah, we can maybe combat it, and but they don't have to. Or the VA loan, it's going to literally has two dedicated processes for us. And worst case on step two, it's somebody who's outside of this uh, transaction, not emotionally bound to it, looking at the facts. I'm going with that one. Right. If I think I'm asking too much for my house or I think I'm going to have a problem with the appraisal, which is most deals over the last, let's call it six months, man, you're pegging out the price. You're pushing the square foot. Like I said, you're me. I want the protection, right? I definitely want the protection. Um, and seasoned realtors are going to know going into that transaction that, hey, we might run into an appraisal issue. So if we get a viable VA, you know, buyer, then then that's that loan type will give us the flexibility to get this deal done the way, you know, it's currently structured. Which is so. what you're supposed to what you need to know as a professional in the real estate world is you need to be able to present all offers. Right. Right. Okay, so if you're presenting all offers, you need to present the facts behind them all. You don't just lay them out on the table and be like, that's the highest one. That's the one, let's go. Right? Um, that's, why, um, that's, why this, that's why we do this class, right? It's for that scenario. The people that need to be going to the VA myth-busting class that we give are, if you've ever been in a situation where you are a listing realtor and you've got two offers on the table, conventional and VA, the VA might be $10,000 higher, but you've been given bad information over the years that VA, don't mess with it, it's the worst, doesn't matter what it is, go with conventional path of least resistance. Why don't you just get yourself a little bit more educated, question everything, and find out, well, why is that VA? Because I know what VA, I know what a veteran is. It's somebody who has served their country. Why am I pushing people away? And you're kind of torn on what to do because you've got your mentors telling you this, but your heart's telling you that, what do you do? You need to come to our class, learn all the up-to-date real information about the VA home loan so that you can present that properly and give the seller the accurate information to make an educated choice. Um, that's why we do those, you know? Um, when we get past the overall value, the second part of the appraisal that people like to bring up is, well, even if you get value on a VA, they're going to beat you up over the repairs. You're going to have to fix the whole house. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. That's not true either, but yeah. it's okay. Look, side point to make on all of this is, look, it's not your fault. All right. If you've been passed down bad information and you haven't maybe gone out and got the new info or you're not up to date I man it's a little bit your fault you probably should be up to date in your profession but let's just let's just give the benefit of the doubt maybe not that's okay that's why we are here that's why you're hopefully listening to this or planning on attending one of our events that you can uh you can find out all about somewhere in our social media world um minimum property requirements all right those are called mprs yep all right so that's what the VA has set as what uh, they have instructed appraisers to look for is minimum property requirements. And that's what it is, right? The three so, S's. Yeah. Tell me what those are. Safe, sound, and sanitary. So 
those are generally the categories that that the inspection is going to fall into and those are the things that the inspector is going to be or the appraiser is going to be looking at right so here's the thing if you're selling a house that's iffy if you're selling one that's propped up and you're hoping nobody finds out that it's just tore up and you're dreading the home inspection or hoping they don't do one that's right probably not going to be a va deal right probably not going to be an fhe deal and you'll be very lucky if it's actually a conventional, a conventional deal. You're sure. looking at probably a cash, cash investment deal, right. maybe. But here's what I would say is to the homeowner, Mr. Homeowner, uh, if you have, let's say Mr. Homeowner's cousin said, don't ever take a VA offer. Well, you're a responsible, educated realtor. And you say, well, listen, here's the facts on the, on the VA loan. And by the way, you know what the V stands for in VA. It's a veteran. You might be a veteran yourself. Let's think about who's behind these deals. You don't have to, you live in this home, Mr. Seller. You live here right now. Are you saying that your home is not livable? Are you saying that it's not safe? Safe. Sound? Your house isn't sanitary? No, of course it is. I take care of my house, or at least half ass do. Right, so if your house is safe, sound, and sanitary, what are you worried about? Yeah. Well, you have a point. I'm glad you got educated, right? Safe, sound, and sanitary. So let's just do some examples of that. Look, minimum property requirements, examples of NPRs are going to be lead-based paint, right? That's, that's poison. Yeah. <laughs> that's not safe. No, no. Um, <laughs> lead-based paint, from prior to 1978, they used lead-based paint on homes uh, to a large degree. All right, so if you have that, yeah, you're going to have to do something with that. Do you want to sell your home to someone that's covered in a layer of poison? No, you don't, right? That's easy. But that's everybody. I don't care if it's conventional FHA or not. Right. If you got lead-based paint, you got that's a damn problem. issue. Yeah, that, that and you're going to have to address it. So sure. that's easy. No problem. Look, yes, you can't have a house that's all the paint's flaking off and it looks like shit. That's, it's not, that's not going to be acceptable. But that is going to be with all loan types, all right? So yeah, if you had to scrape a little bit of paint one time when you did a VA loan, honestly, is that really enough for you to push people away from veterans of the United States military to get their right. home? Come on, man. Let's break it down to what it really is. You had a bad experience and you're carrying it with you. That, and you're passing that down. You're a problem, but let's fix you. Right? Come to the class, learn more, replay this, whatever it takes to get the real information. Um, another example is the roof. Look, you got to have a roof. It doesn't have to be a brand spanking new roof. It just needs to have at least three years of life on it. Right? right. It's going to take a lot for somebody to come out and say your roof doesn't have three years of life on it. Otherwise, you're probably selling a fixer-upper. You're probably selling a cash deal house. Again, the VA loan is not for every house. Neither is FHA and neither is conventional. Whatever you may think, you can't just go buy any old house with a conventional. Just a, just a warning. Right. It, you can, if the house is jacked up, they're going to give you repairs on a conventional too. I do it every day. I'm a mortgage lender. I see them every single day day all right so don't don't get it messed up that you can just do whatever with that you can't so heating it's a requirement because uh, people die if they don't have heating 
right? In the wintertime. Easy, right? And then another one is high voltage electric lines. You can't live underneath one. Why? Well, I doubt it's safe. That's it. Yeah. Those what else the, do you need? Those are the four big ones. <laughs> right. So um, that's pretty simple. Cosmetic repairs are not MPRs, okay? Nope. That's so a common misconception. It is. You could pull up and the, it's got two feet of grass in the front yard and all this will never go VA. Well, that doesn't matter, all right? Yard work is not a thing. Cosmetic nope. is not a thing. You can have Granny's original oven, the green one or the orange one, whatever it was, it can be in there. The green ones are making a comeback. Well, there you go. So you're <laughs> ahead of the game, but you can have that in there as long as it... As long as it's a functional, yeah, it's right. there it's, and it's safe, sound, sanitary, you're good. Updating's not a requirement. Updating, right. Shag carpet, you can have it. Everything can have gold, everything, or whatever's not in right now. Okay? It's not a requirement. That is cosmetic. Yard work does, doesn't matter. Now, if you want to play stump the teacher and say, well, at one time I had a tree that I had to trim, well, that's because it was by the power lines, dude. And that's everybody because yeah. why? Because it's start a fire. Yeah, or it's growing into the roof. You yeah, know? it's like okay. Well, that's this not is normal this stuff. Is, yeah, this is normal stuff. This isn't over the top stuff. So, what we do get every now and then is we do get someone pop up in our classes and say, "But what about this one time that I had this extremely unique situation?" All right. Well, look. Here's the thing: if you get somebody who's like, does it a VA appraisal? sends it in and has a, maybe a repair that doesn't sound like it falls under the category of safe, sound, and sanitary. You don't have to accept that as gospel. You can go and fight that the same way they allow you to fight the value of the appraisal. I was just going to say that. Just, just I mean, again, there's flexibility in that process, uh, and you can you can file a you know an NPR waiver. That's right. So you can go to the VA and say, listen, we are getting asked for a repair that we don't feel falls into the category of safe, sound, sanitary. We don't feel like, we feel like it's outside the scope of those. Can we get you to give a judgment on that? Um, I think the last number that I looked up, it was uh, 77 plus percent of all of those that were sent in. Are approved by the VA. Are approved. Yeah. Right? Similar numbers for all of the reconsideration of values that are sent in come back with a favorable appraisal. So this isn't just a a BS like up like storefront thing where it's like we're gonna show two steps, but we're never gonna change anything. But we'll make you feel better by saying it's a two-step process. The numbers, Google them. The numbers support what we're telling you. Okay, so that's a beautiful thing. A couple of little things they you can do escrow repairs, right? A lot of folks think that you can't do escrow right. repairs. You that's, can. come up, that's come up in several of the classes, actually. Yeah, escrow repairs is the exact same for everybody else. Basically put one and a half times whatever the repair is up. So if you got a brand new construction home, sod, for instance, has been an issue this, this last six months. Well, if, if the sod's not there, maybe the sod's a thousand bucks, put up 1500 in escrow repair, close, you're done. So it's all doable. And that brings me back to the, and that's why that is a myth, right? That's why this is untrue. So I encourage you to get proper information, right? Seek information because what you heard may not be true anymore. There's plenty of stuff that I thought that isn't true anymore. Why? Because I looked into it. So 
my encouragement to you is to go out and challenge that. And, and at the end of the day, what we're talking about here is remember what the V stands for and what we're talking about. It's veteran. What's a veteran? It's somebody who has signed the dotted line and served you so, we, so I can be sitting here talking to you doing a, <laughs> doing podcast, a podcast in this nice building with these nice guys with us. That's the reason why. Okay? That's who it is. So think about that. Right? We all want to jump on Instagram. We all want to jump on Facebook on the 4th of July, on Veterans Day, it's on Memorial up. Day, yep. right? Doing all that stuff, putting posts saying, remember this, and I support the troops. Uh, you know, these colors don't run, don't track, all that shit. But when you get the opportunity to take a military member and give them the, the dream of home ownership, you're pointing people in the other direction. That's messed up. But if you're listening to this, we hope that you've at least learned enough that that's not going to be your go-to. Or you've at least learned enough to know that you don't know everything yet. Or maybe it's just changed your mind in total. But it's a change that needs to happen. It's a mindset change that needs to happen when it comes to this particular loan. Learn the facts. What we just gave you, those are real. Show me that I'm wrong. Um, I'm happy to, to listen to you. Comment if you need to, whatever, but it, I'm not wrong. Um, these are facts. These are easily uh, verified facts about these, these loans. So if you take anything from this, let's make sure that we change the mindset. It starts with you. Don't pass that BS down to the next person, right? Let's help people get in the homes. Let's help veterans get in the homes and thank them the right way instead of just Instagramming. Let's do it the right way. Yeah, yeah. What better way to thank someone for their service than help them uh, achieve the their goal of home ownership? You know, especially as someone who has been in, you know, lived in in uh, you know military housing and stuff like that. I mean, you know, some of it's great, some of it's not. Um, but uh, you know, but a, a lot of a lot of veterans, especially ones that are getting out. Let's face it, most of the veterans that are using their VA home loan are are doing after service. So mm -hmm. they've been in, they've been living in quarters and all those things, and and they've been working towards this dream of home ownership just to see a house that they want in the neighborhood they want to live in that says only accepting cash or conventional. You know, I mean, how many times have we seen that on, you know, social media, on Zillow postings, cash and conventional only? And it's like, why? It's because it's based on bad information most of the time. It is based on bad information. If you tie what you just said in with part one of, of the podcast series here is if you're a realtor and you're listening to this, the opportunity. Tremendous. Let me reemphasize the opportunity. It's on, we're, we're turning the corner. 2023 is around the corner. People are going to be sitting down and doing goal setting pretty soon. If you either, a couple things happened to you goal-wise this year. You either hit your goals and you're super happy. You didn't hit your goals or you exceeded your goals. Or you don't work in real estate anymore. One or the other. If either, whatever happened to you, if you're trying to make that, improve on that next year, Think about the opportunity. Go back, listen to part one. I'll give you a, a hint. There's 3.1 million people employed by the United States military right now, if not more. Those are the ones that are employed. Veterans, people who have, are not working for the military anymore, millions more. And they all have a loan 
that allows them to put 0% down because they've earned it? They've earned it. Are you kidding me? What's the biggest problem I'm seeing? I've had multiple conversations this week. They say, what do you think the biggest problem is with people getting in homes right now? Money. We don't have a lot of extra money laying around. Times are tough. You got a whole bunch of people walking around with a loan that's 0% down. They don't have that issue. They don't have to come up with 3, 5, 10, or 20% down. Why not? Get educated on that. Know what you're selling. Be a professional. I think we can all do it. Um, I think we've tied a bow on that one. Comment, call, whatever. If you need more of this, if you need us to come in and do this class in your office, we'll see if we have time on the schedule. But words catching on that these classes that we have one coming up, I think November 10th, and I'm not sure if it's sold out or not, but we'll provide the Eventbrite uh, in the details below. Um, otherwise, John, if you have a parting shot, I think I'm done. I think we've got yeah, no. mission accomplished here. Yeah, no, I, I think we can uh, slap a done sticker on that one. Nice job. Perfect. <laughs>